Welcome to the Seek First CEO Podcast, a community for high-achieving kingdom women committed to seeking God first and keeping God first in all we do. If you believe you're called to impact the world through your gifts, then you're in the right place. Hi, friend. I'm Heather, teacher turned speaker and your host of the Seek First CEO Podcast. I'm passionate about helping ambitious, servant-hearted women find their worth in whose they are, not what they do. As a certified master neuroscience life coach, I help you connect the dots between biblical principles and brain science so you can take your thoughts captive and be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I don't do surface, so we go deep here and we talk about the stuff underneath the surface because I wanna help you get to the source of your heart set and mindset roadblocks so you can have breakthrough by aligning your heart and mind with biblical truths. If your heart's desire is to grow in your relationship with Jesus, while fearlessly fulfilling your purpose and calling, then let's open up the word together and see what the Holy Spirit has to say about living your life in flow with Him. Are you ready? Then get excited for today's episode. Sister friend, do I have a treat for you today. I am so honored and so excited and just Yeah, grateful that my friend uh, Angela Madden is joining us today on the podcast. So welcome, Angela. Woohoo! So glad to be here with you, girlfriend. Thank you for having me. Oh my goodness. As I was preparing for this, I was thinking of all the things like, okay, where do we start? Um, Well, I think let's just start here. Well, how we know each other. So I, Angela, I don't even know if you knew, I knew you in high school. Uh, We didn't go to the same high school, but I knew who you were and you are not only beautiful, but you have that just a fire in you and a light in you that sticks out. So I knew who you were, even though we didn't go to the same high school. And then goodness, what was it? Years later ended up joining a church that was a church plant and you were a really big part of that and still are a big part of that today, I believe. So, um, it's just been so interesting to see, and and you moved away, I moved away and then here we are back. So it's just really, um, you've served as such a mentor, a spiritual mentor for me and a role model for me. So again, an honor to have you here, but I just want you to know that I, and you're really big on honor. So I honor, I'm honoring you today so much. Um, so tell, tell my girls a little bit about Angela Madden. Who are you? Where are you from? All the good stuff. Thank you so much, sweet. That was so sweet. Thank you for a beautiful introduction, Heather. You're such a gift and such a light. I'm so thankful that you said yes to God in this space and to share your voice and the uniqueness of who you are. Um, yeah, so so like you said, we kind of um, grew up in the same town. I grew up in a little town outside of Pittsburgh and um, from there went to Boston College. I graduated from there with a degree in theology and a degree in communications. Um, that took me to Brownsville, where I had actually been deeply impacted by the Brownsville revival when I was still in high school. And um, so my steps kind of led me there and I began to intern with a youth church, um, led to another opportunity opening for me to serve under a pastor and travel with her across the globe, Pastor Darlene Bishop. And then we moved back home and uh, a part of that church plant, you're right, um, started a church here in Pittsburgh in 2017 and just been moving and grooving since then, girl. <laughs> I love it. Well, what I love about you, and I think one of the ways I really connected with you is yes, ministry, but you also had a very successful career and the yes. Lord took you away from that. Can you share a little bit of that journey with us? 
Yes. Yes, girl. So I went into real estate back in 2012 and, um, was doing it for a new construction home builder and I loved it. And it was, it was truly remarkable because it was a passion of mine. I'd always, you know, I think HGTV put it as a passion, all of our hearts, you know, but we love this, you know? So, um, but it was a passion of mine. And as I went with the Lord into these new spaces, it was just favor. And so, um, I saw profound success. I was awarded the, um, best sales rep in the nation for this company and um, continued to just grow and develop in that space. Had a lot of first time, first time million dollar home within the company. Um, all of these really cool moments. But I say all that and share all of that um, success because I know, Heather, that is so much a part of who you are, is that it all was founded, worked by and established through God. You know, like I hustled and, and I did the things that I was supposed to do and showed up on the job as I was supposed to, but everything first unto the Lord. And as I sought him and as I pursued his heart and pursued the things that he had, there was no question. It was unprecedented favor. Like there is no reason for a manager to come up to me. I was just talking about this. I had a manager when I first started. And when I first started, because I didn't have a real estate license, you started as an assistant, you know? So I am literally, it may have been the second week, maybe but I really think it was like the first week and we're getting training from this manager named Lori Crummy. Lori, if you're listening, shout out to you. She's a phenomenal woman. And um, she pulls me aside as we're going up to a site to walk. And she says, I'm going to tell you something right now. You're going to kill it in this industry. I mark my words. If you, if you want to stay in this and you want to do this, you're going to kill it. And she was such a light and a bright space for me, Heather, in that world and in that realm at so many different opportunities. She kind of stuck her neck out, put her neck out on the line and said, Angie's our girl. Like this is, and I, I, all of that, like, so I attribute all of it to God. And then this woman showing up and the favor of God that he gave with me, with her, like exponentially you know, change things for me. And so I just, one of the things, I don't know, you know, if if people are, you know, managers or in positions, we all have spaces of influence. And one of the biggest things I learned with Lori was that no matter what influence you have, look for the places the Lord's putting a highlight on someone else and bring them into that space with you, encourage them. You might think it's going through one ear and out the other, or they already know that they, you know, but say it anyways, be that person anyways, because it changes their life. Like Lori's presence in my life in that space changed my life. That's so powerful. Yeah. The the opportunities that we have that we might think are insignificant, yet they literally change the trajectory for somebody else's life. Words matter. Yes, yeah, they do. Good. That's good. That's good. And I think, you know, which I, I thought about this with you too, that you're not a huge fan of social media, right? It's kind of <laughs> like your thing that you're like, oh, you know, but Ange has such a message for the world. And it's so interesting. We've had kind of conversations around that. And how do you get your message out to more people? But what you do really well is you're really good in person and face to face. And so um, I just, I love that. And I think that's so important that you, you never know what your word, how your words are impacting people. Yes, Heather. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So you have this really successful favor filled career and then there was a bit of a plot twist, right? Yes. Tell us yes. about the 
plot twist. Yes. So I'm having the success. It's wonderful. Like, you know, making a lot of money and, you know, all the things. And, um, I just began to feel this stirring in my heart and it's like, what is going on? Like, you know, I call it Heather, the grace lifting. I say the grace begins to lift, you know, there's briars in the nest. Like they talk about an Eagle mama, you know, putting those briars in to get you uncomfortable. So you'll start to soar. I started to, there were briars, but they're starting to like be pain points. And it, the grace lifting, it, it's starting to feel like a drudgery. This thing that has been mm. passionate for me is it's, you know, there's just so many rubs coming and I would push through and push through, but I couldn't ignore that internal compass. And so I had an opportunity that came up um, during this time where I'm kind of feeling this grace lifting and it was a private builder wonderful opportunity, more money than I was making, less hours going to be required of me back for a private builder, which to me is just like family run. That's just, there's just so many things I love about that kind of model. And so I went, I went over and I'm doing it and I'm like, man, this is, this is cool. But I still feel this, like, what is going on God? Like, what is this space? Like, what, what is happening inside of me that this passion, this, this mm, isn't there anymore. And as I prayed and processed it out, I knew that like, he was calling me away from it, you know? And I'm like, but, but the money, you know, what I mean? <laughs> but the babies, you know, I, I don't want to lay that down. What do you mean go away from this? Like, this is providing us to go away on vacations every three months. This is, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, I sat in that space with the Lord and I said, okay, God, there's nothing more valuable than peace. And there's nothing more valuable than pursuing that space with you, you know? And so I was like, Lord, I've got, I've got to do that. Well, at this time, I start to get this opportunity, a a gentleman in California who my brother was working with doing some um, TV stuff. He reaches out and you've got to pursue this, that, and the other. And I'm like, yes, you know, like this is the hour. Like as I'm seeing this, I feel the passion for, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I step out from it, Heather, and I'm like stepping out on nothingness. You know, there wasn't, there was no open door that I was expecting. I'm like, oh yeah. Like when the, when the door opens, like I'm going to walk straight through it. Like this was like a hope and a prayer, you know, but I stepped out. And when I stepped out, I can remember, I called my husband and I called my mom and I said, I did not even realize that I was functioning from a place of a superficial peace to the place where like now when this deep peace hit my soul, it was life, you know? And so I stepped out and I started doing all the things I started, you know, I wrote my book, you know, I've got that, got that finished. I did a curriculum. I started speaking and um, speaking all over different places and started doing vlogs and videos. And so it was like a launching pad. It was difficult and it required laying it down. But when I laid down the price tag, there was a big price tag in my mind and, and, and temporally, really like financially, it was a big price tag to lay down. I picked up peace and that was, there was no, there was nothing I could put on that. Now that is a word. That's a message. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Oh, there is nothing more valuable than peace. And you didn't that grace lifting, right? You felt that peace was going away that, and then to realize that even what you were functioning under was a a counterfeit. Yes. And Heather, here I am, right? Like full of God full of his presence, sitting with him daily, like recognizing him, walking with him and journeying with him. 
And I still didn't realize I only had a little minute measure of his peace in this season. I wasn't operating from that full capacity until I let it go. And I laid down what was being required of me. I pushed away the briars and said, let me fly. Then I got it. And I was like, oh, how many people are doing this? You know, how many people are literally living their life thinking, oh, no, I've got peace. Like I can go on this and I do this. I do this. But is it the deep peace? that like satisfies your soul, you know? So good. And I talk a lot about, especially in the entrepreneur world, there's this financial freedom and time freedom. And those are so like, everyone thinks that's what people are chasing after. And while I think those can be byproducts of, of it, that are true peace, our true freedom. I always, that's what the Lord showed me similarly into my career. Like I was in my profession also at the top had everything on a list of piece of paper of what anybody wanted. And yet I was not satisfied. I love how you worded it. The grace had lifted from my life and I couldn't figure out, God, how did you leave me here and give me all of this? And then like expect me to walk away like this. It doesn't make logical sense and nobody's going to understand. And I don't even know if I understand. And so one of my keys to living in flow is to forget logic and operate in wisdom. Come on. Come on, and that's mother. what that's you were stirring inside of you, right? That wisdom. You're yes. like, I don't know. I don't know what this yes. is. I don't know what's ahead. And I'm still going to trust that this is the yes. better portion. This is the better. Yes. So, oh, I love your testimony. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And yes, peace. I, I, I think I've, I've seen that quote, like peace is the new success. Like, yes. And that- yes, always. Yes, always has been right. But we don't recognize it. And I think that. Honestly, Heather, even as you're saying that about the forgetting the logic and and grabbing a hold of wisdom, you know, I think one of the biggest things that we struggle with is we get this really good thing. Like I look at my career in real estate and it has provided a remarkable life change for me, right? When I, I mean, from what the average person would make, right? We step into the fullness and I'm like, holy cow, like this is, this is ridiculous. Like, and to have this favor, it was beautiful. And I knew it was a gift from the Lord. And I knew that was what he called me to. And I saw beyond professional and financial success. Like I saw God, God showing up in these personal spaces within the environment. So a lot of times I think what we struggle with is we get this gift from God and it is the very best thing for our life. But seasons change. Mm. And so when the seasons change, we have to recognize that even some of the greatest gifts of our life, a season will change. And that gift now is just good. It's not best. Mm. And so you're operating in the good. It feels good. It's good. It's still providing good. You still see the goodness of God in it. But good, if you let it, is always enemy to best. So that good, I could have stayed. I could have stayed forever doing what I was doing, making ridiculous money. I had a level of peace, not the full measure, but I was doing really well for myself and seeing God show up all around me. But it was only in the quiet place, in that wrestle place with the Lord that I got to the end of it. And I said, okay, Lord, I lay this down. I'm going to pursue this. I step out and I get that full peace. And it's in that, it's only... Only really in the recognition afterwards that you say, oh, ding, 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 ding. This now in this season, this is best, not mm-hmm. that. 
But good is enemy to best because good feels real good and it keeps you content and you're real comfortable and you're seeing some good things, but you have to let go of good to get best. And it's, that's the hardest thing to let go of. It's easy to let go of things when it's bad, not, nothing fruitful. That's easy, but it's the good that's hard. It's the biggest enemy to your best. My goodness. Can I get an amen? <laughs> so good. So good. I have, yeah. Good is the enemy to best. That's so good. Yes. And, yes. and how many of us have or are settling in good and it was a yes. good thing. It was a God thing, but yet yes. the seasons have changed. And so let's talk a little bit about that because I feel like, especially living in a world that tells us they, def- the world defines success for us, right? It defines yes. what living the life is like. Tell us a little bit about where, well, maybe even from there. So from there, you stepped out in faith, you let that go, you found that full measure of peace. And then what? Yes. So then it was a lot of discovery and trial and error, (laughs) you know? So I had, um, like I shared a little, um, a a bit of an opportunity out in California at the studio and I got to shoot some videos out there. And a gentleman that my brother worked with had, um, been producing some things with really was like, you got to go for this and you got to go for this. And so he was giving me some opportunities and those were beautiful and wonderful opportunities. And like every good opportunity, you know, they're there, you do them. And then you're like, okay, now what? Like now what, you know, what do I do with this? And he was doing his piece with them and shopping them and all of that. Um, but me, I'm sitting back here in Pittsburgh and I'm like, okay, Lord, what now? So I did what I could with what I had. And so I knew that, you know, media had always been something. So I did communications in college, you know, and um, I knew that was something that my heart resonated with. It was a way that was within reach right now that I could put out the stirrings of my heart, you know, put them be put the message out into the world um, without, um, you know, without having to like knock down doors and, and try to create spaces for myself in other people's spaces. So, um, yeah. So I began to do that. I did a vlog and, and, and as I did that, it was so wild, Heather, because when I stepped out and the first, before I stepped out, I had this kind of like inkling of this opportunity out in California. That was kind of like the push. And so, um, and then I had all of these, after I stepped out, all of these opportunities that just sprung up kind of out of nowhere, you know, like got a phone call from a pastor who has a large church and was like, Hey, I've been following your ministry and I've heard great things about it. I would love for you to come and speak. I'm like, huh? You know, like opportunities to, to coach and to like, so all these things just kind of started to spring up. It wasn't like inundated, but it was enough to tell me, keep going, mm-hmm. keep going. You've got a little trail here. Just keep going. Keep pushing in with what you've got, where you are. That is a message for someone in the waiting. Right. Yes. I think sometimes we can say stagnant in the waiting, thinking that, well, until God tells me what it is, but you said a key phrase, you said, I, I worked with what I had. I knew yes. what was before me already. It wasn't a stretch. It didn't require a lot of anything else except use what you have. And so I think that is a nugget that someone needs to hear today from this episode yes. that do with what you have in the waiting while you're waiting. And then those, I call those God winks, right? Along the way, little out of girls. He's like, yes, this keep going, keep going. I'm not going to give you all of it yet. Cause I still want you to trust me, 
Keep going, keep going. So I love that. So how did that then take your, your next step in, in the, I love it. You said, and this is the other thing y'all. Okay. So she is an author. She is a speaker. She tried, like she, if you look at her resume now, you would think, oh, wow. Right. But if you hear her story of what it took to get her to where she is today, and I can't help, I got to highlight another thing that you said, it was in the secret place that the Lord really started to stir and reveal things to you. So, you know, we can look at people's resumes and their accolades and their titles and think they're all great. There's a journey. Every single person has a journey and it is, it requires what you mentioned, trial and error, lots of wrestling, lots of, I don't really know God what you're doing, but I'm trusting you and I'm going to take the next step. So where, where, where did that lead you? Yeah, Heather. So I like that you pulled that out. Um, cause it is, it's always in the secret place in, in, in the, in the wrestle. Um, and that's a place I continue to find myself that I go back to, you know, when, when I can't trace his hand, you know, when I can't see what's happening, I just take it back to the secret place because that's ultimately my number one and truly only purpose in this life is to be with him, mm-hmm. you know? And so my expression of that you know, looks different throughout the world and throughout the seasons, but I go back to that. So after I kind of started doing this, I had had a book, Heather, that had been sitting on my computer, but I would go back to periodically for over 15 years, Mm. girl, over 15 years. Okay. And I would get moments of inspiration. I'd go and I'd start typing, then I'd delete it all. And then I'd start over. Now I'd go and start typing. And then I'd be like, oh yeah, that's the direction I'm going. And I'd go real, 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 real deep. And then I'm like, I don't know, delete half of it, you know? So this book had been sitting there for 15 years. And finally I was like, if not now, when? Mm. Like I stepped away. I knew the Lord was calling me away into the space that he has for me specifically, right? For our, each individual life. I was like, I've got to do this. So I start to type. And you know, at first, when you're going to do a book, if any of you have a book in your heart, I can tell you right now, I know it seems overwhelming, right, Heather? Like it seems overwhelming. It seems like, oh my gosh, I just can't even go there. But I am telling you in this space, there was such a grace for it. And if this book is on your heart and it's burning, you're like, I got to do, I got to do it. Just settle yourself and sit. And when you do, and you rest with him in that place, you will find a flow comes. So your flow, right, Heather? Yeah, I know you like that word. So the flow will come and then you'll, you'll just get into your, your, your rhythm. But I sat and I wrote, and when I sat down that very first time in that season, that particular season started back at my book, it was like, I was loving it. Like a giddy giggle, like as if you were just falling in love, which is so ridiculous to talk about like a computer and some words on a screen, but it was like such a giddy. I got so excited when oh, I get to get work on my book. Now I get to work on my book. There was such an excitement, a grace for it. God gave me a grace for it. And so I, I spent my time writing that. And, and again, only like God, as you step out, he gives you those God wings. He gives you those breadcrumbs. He gives you those, you go girl, like you've got this, this is for you. And like, he kept lining up. Like I, I met a gentleman who was phenomenal. And he, and he's like, Angela, I was like, wait, do you ever work with books? Do you? Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I've got this idea. Like that. I want to do my book. Would you? Yes. I'll help you. I'm literally thinking in my mind without sharing it to him. I'm like, oh shoot. After meeting with him, I should have told him I wanted it square. Like I see a square book, not a traditional size book. And, 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 oh, I should have told him that. Cause he's already started working on that design probably. Cause he's such a quick worker. So I call him back up and I'm like, Ken, 
listen, I got this in my mind. I saw a square book. I don't know how far, if you're, or if you're too far along, it's a, he goes, you got to be kidding me. I had been working on your design. And ever since I started sitting down, it's a more of a square shaped book. And I thought, I don't know if this is pushing her too much, if she's going to like this. So like God was working, right? He was working behind it all. So all along the way, so I do the book. And then with the book, I know that I made it simpler. I knew I'd created this idea and, and, and this, I, I, I had, you know, gone back and forth. I have a theology degree and, and, um, two classes away from a master's degree in theology. So I started real thick and deep and Greek and Hebrew and, you know, all these reiterations of these words and all that. And I was like, wiped it out. And, but I knew even as I put it out, I kept saying, but there's so much to this. Like I, I need people to understand. Like I felt the Lord in like wanting people to understand what he was truly conveying. Cause it's his book. And I go back to that all the time. It's his word. It's his works. It's all of him. You know, I, I, I got to co-sign his work, which blows my mind. I didn't mm-hmm. even want partners on class projects in college, Heather, much less to co-sign something he's doing uh, the creator of heaven and earth. Okay. I'm going to mess this thing up, you know, but anyway, so I'm like, so then comes a curriculum. I'm like, I see it. Like I've got to take this deeper. So I create the curriculum and take participants through it. And I'm like, and it's the, I am experience, you know? So, and then from that, I'm like, oh, this is great. This is zoom. This is in person. It's great, but it needs to exist so that crazy busy mamas who are entrepreneurs and running households and running 50 directions can do this on their own time. They can sit down. It's midnight and they got 20 minutes. They can get a, a lesson in, you know? And so I just finished the video curriculum of this, that mom, dad, whomever can go through this curriculum on their own time, self-paced, and then be linked up with our community on Facebook and with me. And, um, and it's been, I didn't see that when I started it. You know, I think a lot of times people see you and, and like, Oh man, I can't believe you did this. Oh, you're so amazing. And I'm like, Yo, I had no idea what I was doing except mm-hmm. by God. Okay. It was only in the quiet place. I got some strategy and I started to test it out, you know, <laughs> and it worked, you know? So like, I, I think that one of the, that's the biggest thing is for your entrepreneurs like out there. It is, it's, it's hard to say, where do I start? What do I do? Where do I go? It's like, just try with what you got to go in the direction you think you see. And then as you get there, he'll lay out another pebble for you. Okay. I can put my foot there. I can put my finger there, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. And it's been that the whole time. And that's, and that's the funny part. You know, we see the, we see the website or the resume and it's like, oh my, she must've, you know, known. No, no. no. And isn't that mm-hmm. the lie? And I feel like that's what keeps us poor in spirit yes. that I cannot do it without you. Um, we're not meant to do it without the Lord. And when we do, that's when the pressure comes. That's when the stress comes. That's when the striving comes. Whereas you mentioned yes. the grace that was over it. And that, I love that you said that, like the giddy, I'm, I'm waiting for that giddiness when I sit down to write my book. Cause it has been, <laughs> I think that was a message for me. I'm like, Lord, give me that giddy heart. Cause I just stare at the computer. Like, what are we doing? And crying, just thinking about my story and all the things. So, oh my goodness, you guys, you have got to connect with Angela on her social media platforms um, and her communities, like wherever you can find her. She is such a wealth of information. She is on fire for the Lord. She has served in several different capacities in my life. Bless me. I was actually able to speak at your conference uh, this, this last year. So she hosts conferences. She herself speaks 
uh, I just can't say enough about you. Um, and I just want to thank you so much for, you know, I think there's this other thing too, whereas you see someone who is several steps ahead of you. And sometimes we feel like we can't ask for help, or maybe they're too far, or maybe they don't care about. And that's one thing, Angela, about you, that you always, you see people. Um, I actually brought up something to you. I think it was 20, what was that? 2020 in, in our crazy season where I was spiritually growing, the Lord was growing me. And it was a very, um, it was about having a prayer language and it's a private, you know, it's a private thing, first of all. And then it was such a stretch for me because I've shared a couple of times on this show that um, I grew up with the, the thoughts of cessation. It, it doesn't end. It, it, it doesn't happen anymore. And you shouldn't ask for that. Well, the Lord was showing me a little different and um, I knew you were very spirit filled. And I'm like, I trusted you with a, a very intimate part of my journey and my walk. And I remember, you know, you have all these things going on. You have two beautiful babies. You have all these things. And you were like, let's meet up. And we sat in a park for, I don't know how long, a couple hours. And we talked about a lot of different things, including the theology behind, you know, behind speaking in tongues and all the things. And I, I'm so grateful that you, even in all the things that you're doing, you also are able to slow down and see people with where they are and grab their hand and like help them along. Um, those are maybe some of the little behind the scenes things that people don't even know that you do or that you're part of. And I am sure I am one of hundreds, if not thousands of people that you have done that with. And so I, I just want to thank you for that. Everyone needs an Angela. Everyone thank needs you, an Angela. Heather. <laughs> thank you so much for saying that. And thank you for like having the willingness. Cause I think that a lot of times in those places, like you said, they're deeply personal and, um, and you're having your own personal wrestle over thoughts and ideas and theology. And, and so you kind of want to keep that hidden under your sleeve. You want to kind of keep that tucked in, but like, like God in the beginning said, it's not good for us to do life alone. And we know that and we think of that in all the public spaces, mm-hmm. but in these personal spaces, like, I, I want to say thank you. Like, I felt compelled even as you were sharing that, like, thank you from the Lord, you know, thank you for saying yes to him and for being willing to be vulnerable, to share that and to ask that like, Hey girl, what's up? You know? And, and, and I'm so thankful and appreciative that the Lord would allow me to be a partaker and participant with you in the conversation of his heart with your heart. So, um, yeah, I, I think it's beautiful, Heather, and, and you live your life like that. And and I, I'm thankful for this podcast for that very reason, because you're willing to be vulnerable. You're willing to be real. Um, and, and it's in these spaces that when we get vulnerable and, and we're all out there and we're in those spaces where we don't want to. But when we say yes to that, God always meets us with greater. There's not a place that we can be vulnerable that he won't meet us with greater. You know, of course, we're, we're wise in that. We're wise in who we're vulnerable with. Mm-hmm. But um, he always meets us with greater. And so thank you. So good. Oh, my goodness. So many nuggets here. I am so loving this. I can't wait. Can't wait for this to air because I'm going to listen to it again. Um, <laughs> well, I would love to ask you kind of any final words, any final tips for, you know, most of our listeners are, they're entrepreneurial. They have big dreams. They have an assignment. They have a calling and anointing on their life. Yes. And in a lot of them are in the waiting. I feel like most of our life's in the waiting. Can we just call that out? Yes. But, you know, yes, like, let's be real. The girl, mountain, girl, let's be- yeah. The mountain yes, moment is very real. short. And actually, I'm going to share this too, because I think it's worth it. Uh, I was actually talking to a friend yesterday. The Lord brought me to a mountain moment recently, and I found myself 
Oh, this is so good. Uh, I was convicted by a question from a friend uh, and he showed me that I was doing exactly what I did when I sabotaged the success that he had given me the favor before. I was praying for something. I got it. And I so quickly moved the needle again to that next higher mountain that I almost like I didn't even savor where I was for very long. Mm. And he was like, can you be thankful for that? Maybe a little bit longer. That was like four weeks ago. And I think about our kids, you know, like at their birthday or Christmas or whatever, and you give them something and then like they turn around and be like, where's the next gift? And you're like, really, you ungrateful little sweet child of mine. (laughs) I'm like, the Lord convicted me and was like, hey, are, can you be grateful? Maybe a little deeper, Come maybe on. a little longer. And so, I don't know. That's just a word that. Come on. The majority of our journey is in the in-between. So if you could speak to the woman yes. that's in the in-between, she has yes. a goal. She has a vision. She knows God's called her to this. She's kind of like, where are we going, Lord? Yes, absolutely. And I think you said it perfectly, Heather. Life is truly lived in the waiting. You know, we're, we're always positioning our mind between, you know, this tension of the past, our present and the future. But a lot of us, instead of recognizing where we are even now and being grateful for where we are right now and what he has done in the past, we, we set our eyes and our minds on that future expectation and it takes the life from this here and now, you know, and so I would just implore everyone to just take inventory of the beauty that surrounds you right now in this present moment. I know it's tough. I know you're not where you want to be. I know you don't have what you want to have. I know that there are a lot of things that you have yet to accomplish, but recognize where you are right now. Like it may not be where you want to be, but you're certainly not where you used to be. So recognize that, be grateful, sit in that gratitude and trust God that no matter where you go, no matter what you attain, you have everything you need right now, this very moment. You've got the Lord, you've got Jesus, he's all you need and he provides for all things. So everything's already provided for in the present moment and um, just keep holding on. The last word that I wanted to say, Heather, with you even saying about us meeting in the park and talking about prayer languages and going deeper is that one of my uh, key, I think, uh, fundamental motivations in speaking and in sharing with others is to encourage and inspire people to go for the more of God, no matter what it is like in career aspirations, beautiful professional aspirations. Yes. Personal. Absolutely. Financial. Yes. Relational. Yes. All of those things. But for number one, let it be that you're seeking always more of God. If you're not experiencing the full measure of his peace, sit with him and ask for more. If you're feeling like, oh, well, I kind of have a spiritual life or, or I kind of experienced God like that, but I'm not sure. Press into that. Mm. Find out why not. Like the disciples were never at a loss of like wonder. They were always in wonder in so many different ways, you know? So like, if we find ourselves that we're not in awe and wonder of God, we have to sit back in that secret place, that quiet place and say, God, I want more. That is so good. Yes. May we always be hungry. Yes. Mm. Yes. So good. 
And I adore you. I'm grateful for you. I know that this is so good. It's going to bless so many people. So I want to make sure not only is she an author, you can go grab her. I am book. It is square. I have one here. Um, it's so <laughs> cool. It's not, it's, 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 bite size. Like it's enough. It's thick, it's deep, but it's also enough where it's not, you know, super overwhelming. So go grab yourself a book. We can, we'll link all these things in the show notes. And then Ange, you do have a free gift for our listeners, right? Yes. Yes. I have a crash course mini session of the I am experience. So we'll link it here if you don't mind Heather and give that away for you guys to listen. Um, we'd love for you to just grow in God. Yeah. And then of course the, your, I am experience the full, the full part, it's also open too. So you guys yeah. go follow Angela, go check her out. She is such a gift and, and thanks so much for being here and spending some time with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Heather. 